0: Hey everyone! Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Lethal Podcast. Uh, The audio you're hearing right now is not the audio quality for the rest of the episode. It's just the intro because I am literally in a hotel room recording this, so I can get this episode out to you guys. Uh, It's going to be the same intro for both episodes. So if you are listening to the any either of the Backwoods Composites episodes, whether it's the Origins episode or the Products episode, it's going to be the same uh, uh, same intro. So you are not listening to the same episode if you're confused there uh Sam Jafrida uh Backwoods Composites uh terrifyingly intelligent human being uh an incredible episode just talking about the technology that went into all of his uh products he's got he's got out now so you guys should go check that out at I believe it's BackwoodsComposites.com uh and these are two episodes I think you're really going to enjoy but because this audio quality is so bad I will stop talking and let you enjoy the episode enjoy I guess that was a weird transition enjoy. Oh, okay. So now we're all caught up. We are at present day, right? I think.
1: Yeah, pretty much with, with the MOACs. Yeah, the, uh, the ILF limbs.
0: Okay, gotcha. So let's let's jump. Let's jump into your products now. Uh, where, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with with the tax, or you want to start with the? Uh, I've been calling them the Moacs. Maybe you call them the Moak. I don't know. But which which one
1: which one do you want to lead off with? Yeah, well, Moak to me sounds more like uh, Native American. So okay, yeah, right. <laughs> I got I, There you go. I, yeah, and I got a little bit in. I got a little bit in me, but I'm not, you know, Pocahontas, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Elizabeth Warren. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's back in there deep, but yeah, I, I, I call them uh, Mohox and then Tack. And then the longbows are going to be uh, tall. T-A-L. Nice. There you go. Maybe
0: I am that. excited. So let's, let's talk about the Mox, Cause that's kind of what, that's what started the whole thing. Right. Uh, hi Garrett. It's good to see you again. Um, <laughs> Garrett dropped off for the listeners who didn't. They probably don't know because he dropped off, so you couldn't hear him. Uh so the Mox. Uh that's the limb that kind of started it all. So let's uh let's let's break that down for a minute. What is uh and, and I'm glad Garrett's back because this was actually Garrett's idea. The name was Garrett's idea. And uh uh I I'm really proud that Lethal Podcast was able to like contribute
1: in that capacity. But tell us about <laughs> Wait, Garrett, Garrett named this? Yeah, this was Garrett. Uh, Matt, yeah, oh, yeah, Garrett did. You know, Matt, Matt took all the credit. That is not true. That is, 100% that is true. true. I didn't even know Garrett Garrett was the one that came up with this yeah, name. Yeah, no, it was Garrett. It wasn't me. That's uh, awesome. Okay.
0: Well, it's no. because I, you, I, I mean, literally, Sam, I mean, nothing you tell me is a secret between me, Rob, and Garrett. It's, it's, uh, I mean, when you were talking about, I need to figure out a name for it, the first thing I did was I went to our hive mind between me, Rob, and Garrett and said, what should Sam name this? And, and you were talking about your, your dad and the stuff that he worked on. And Garrett was like, how about the Moloch? And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, it was Garrett. Sorry. Continue. So what is, what does the name mean? Let's talk about that for just a second.
1: That yeah, So, you know, as you know, my background's in aerospace and I, you know, we, we do a lot of acronyms, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want to stick with an, with an acronym and some like, you know, jungle creature or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I was like, all right, well, that's when I, I, I couldn't really come up with something. So yeah, I, I asked Matt and, and he said, you know, I guess he talked to Garrett. <laughs> 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 and Garrett came up with his awesome name, uh um uh, uh the, the the Moac. So it's kinda like the the, the Moab, you know, where we got aerospace, the mother of all bombs. So Your dad actually like, worked on that, right? Uh
0: yeah okay yeah
2: (laughs) undisclosed information neither neither confirm nor deny
0: we're we're gonna edit that part out all right my bad
1: (laughs) yeah uh so yeah the uh the the moax sensor uh mother of all curves so kind of want to get that you know i like the curves in the back of it because you know white lambs kind of have like a three-dimensional curvature to them i mean as i mean yes they have this 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 profile on the side you know it's a It's a recurve. It has a big curve on it, uh, or big hook. Um, but you know, as you flex this thing back, you know, it starts, you know, changing its cross section. Um, and it starts getting into a curve. So I thought, you know, this would be an awesome name and, um, uh, to go go forward with it. And I just, I just, just, I really enjoying it
0: yeah yeah so and and the moac is is what you originally based off of the uh fibonacci curve i know the other the other one is as, as well it's just drawn back a little bit but uh um the design for for this particular limb was what you you based around the fibonacci sequence right
1: yeah it's about the time yeah when i was developing I, I, ilf limbs no actually no the fibonacci sequence came came with the one piece bow yeah. um Right. And I oh, transitioned sure, that sure. into the Molox. And then when I was working on the Molox, that's when I came out with the Poisy Flex. And gotcha. then, so with okay. the Poisy Flex and the Fibonacci s- sequence, I think Mother of All Curves will be a good good name, uh, good name that Garrett picked out.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's with, <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and that's uh that's your flagship limb. Uh that that's your that's your big your big guy yeah um, so
1: that's actually it's you know the Moak technology is in pretty much all of all of my all of my yeah. Limbs.
3: yeah no it's it's, uh, it's i mean it, pretty, it, pretty it's pretty cool. even in
1: the yeah it's 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 see it's not going to be so the poise flex won't be in the long bow because I see that there's no need for it yeah. um but it will be in you know it's in the it's in our uh our conventional limbs uh conventional recurve limbs uh it's in our one piece bow and it's in our ILF yeah. or our, our, our moac limbs
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So what? Uh, um. What all? What is all the technology? I know we kind of talked about the technology previously, but what technology is actually in the the Moloch limbs?
1: Yeah. So that would be the the the, the flex. Yep. Um. So the new core we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um. Or uh, the, 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 uh, we're making. You know the um the mathematical model for the curvature. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: The curvonacci.
1: So, yep, and then the um uh, so the material is so I'm using it, uh, all 100% intermediate modulus, um, at least at least for the backings, mm-hmm. um. And then the limb, the, uh, the limb tips, so I got this material on for the limb tips. It's, it's a carbon and negra uh, fabric yeah, so that's, that's
0: unique. That's a unique thing to use Yeah,
1: so yeah, nobody else uses this, has used it, has ever used it in any kind of bows um, and, and hardly not, not in anything out, out there in the world. I don't really really see this stuff. It's a fairly new fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very lightweight. So, it's lighter. It's kind of like the density of uh, Kevlar. Um, So, it's pretty light. And uh, I figured, well, you know, I want the tips to be pretty durable. Um, So, if this this stuff's light... Like kevlar and it looks better because kevlar is like yellow i don't know if you guys ever seen it yeah. it's in like it's yeah. fabric mm-hmm. form it's yellow and yeah. i'm like ah well i'm not like a bum- 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 bumblebee bow so <laughs> you know i want these things to look, look cool so i got so i got this stuff and this is kind of like a uh, grayish white type of fabric um and i think it lo- makes the tips look re- look really cool and they're uh, durable um and, 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 and lightweight. So the lighter you make the tip on these, on lens on, you know, on these bows is the quieter you're going to be and, and the faster. So that's been my whole, whole design around everything is make, make things lighter, you know, stiffer, but lighter.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, and I know, uh, you know, uh, going with, with something that that offers rigidity and then keeping the weight down has been a really big thing for you obviously one of of the big things that people associate with, with bows that have a really deep hook in them uh, is speed. Um, So do you have, uh, I I know it's on your website, but do you have like official speed numbers that you're, you're comfortable uh, with, with talking about?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's all on my own website. Everything on my webpage. I got all the, every, every bow I put out, I will have, I put out speeds um, and, and they are, they're they're slightly conservative uh just because i know archers you know shoot and you know they have all different types of styles of shooting and different releases and i don't i just don't want to i just don't want someone to see oh well shoot i I should be getting this this speed and then and then they don't so i i try to produce real numbers and uh and with you know just regular regular shooting you know my my charts online i got um three curves. One is the lower limit. You know, this is like the slowest your bow is going to, going to see, you know, right? Uh, Right. if you see lower than that, you know, give me a call. Well, you know, I, you know, if something must be wrong with the, you know, the setup, you know, or, or, or possibly, Hey, you know, Maybe the, maybe there's a mistake in in the limb, so we can ship it back I'll weigh it I'll see if there's some, some density problem maybe it's you know a little too resin thick or something um but right, but that's like the lower the uh, on the lower limit now the uh the upper limit is is like um would be like you know if you do everything right, you shoot right, you got nice arrows, nice fletchings uh really good release um uh, for the one piece bow, at least you know that's that number. You know, right? Uh, now for right. the ILFs, that 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 range. well, actually, the, the one piece bow does not have a range; it has just a number, right? Cause right. that's That's what right. I pretty much you're gonna get. The ILFs, though, that range also includes riser differences, so right. limb pocket angles, delta, you know, uh, deflex. Um, those things have big impacts, you know, your string, your string weight, how much silence you got on it. Um, there's tons of factors for, for speeds. You know, I'm not, I don't believe that you should just list, you know, one speed and that's the top speed. And that's what you use with the trigger, with the, with the, with the, you know, with the shooting machine, you know, with no fletchings. And right. I'm like, no one, no one shoots that way. I, yeah. I want, I want, I want these guys to have, you know, out there in the field hunting real data, you know, where they can go, okay, this is how fast my arrow is going. You know, this is right. So they can kind of like, you know, probably try try to pick out a, uh, um, a, a, a spying too, you know, mm-hmm. it helps them out a lot, uh, and weight tips and everything. And what, you know, so I said, I just want to put real data out, out there. That's kind of what I did. So, but the, but the range is range is basically the, the big thing for the range is the risers. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's talk about just for a second, because we haven't given it a ton of shine. I, I don't want to completely overlook at your, your Moak. So your one piece bow, you have a 64 inch one piece bow uh, that you've, you've also named the Moac as well. Uh, and that's the one you were, you were just recently talking about. And, and the speeds that I'm going to reference are at 10 grains per pound. I, I don't know about anybody else, but I like 10 GPP as far as measurements go. Is kind of the standard to me. It's a, it, that's how I look at it. Like what what do these bows do at ten grains per pound? Granted, I, I typically shoot a little bit heavier, but that's that's kind of the the one that everyone's been chasing for a while is to crack two hundred feet per second uh, on a ten grains per pound bow. And if you were to go by uh, uh, Cody Greenwood's uh, standards by putting it on a shooting machine. It looks like you should be over that two hundred uh, uh, FPS uh, uh, marker. It looks like you're around two two hundred four to two hundred five on on your Moak off of, off of a shooting machine. You're closer to about one ninety five uh, on on a finger release. Is that is that accurate?
1: You're talking ten or nine?
0: Uh, ten. I'm looking at ten. I see you at uh two two hundred four ish on uh on your for the uh, single piece for your single piece yeah yeah
1: oh yeah yeah
0: yeah single piece yeah a little bit slower yeah yeah, i i yeah i i want i want to get back to the ilf really quickly but I, i didn't want to blow by your your uh your one piece bow just because it is so flipping fast uh man i know i remember when rob got his and posted the sent uh, sent our group chat the speeds, and I about fell over I was, crying oh,
3: that was from, yeah, yeah that was nice that,
0: yeah that was that was something else but so anyway, so you're
1: fast yeah, the, the one piece bow yeah the one piece bow you you you'll see that 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 upper limit or the, the at least the one piece bow speeds is close to the upper limit on the on the ILS or at least closer right. uh, to it because the one piece bow is designed by me engineer and a bowier. Right. right. So I, I designed the limb angle. I designed the deflex. I designed the hook. And, and because I designed the deflex and the, and, the, and the limb angle, I can, and, and also the grip, how the grip is on your hand, I am more comfortable with getting a smoother draw um, with the, with the actually with, with the let off and everything.
3: There's less variable.
1: Yeah, less variable. So I can actually produce a one piece bow to shoot faster than an ILF.
0: Jeez. Yeah,
1: where the the ILF, I gotta, I got I gotta take back some because I want to be um, a little bit more conservative because yeah, most of these guys out there in the target world, they're you know you want accuracy, right? So you know, um, so that's where that's and, and with all these changes with the I with the ILF and things that can happen with different risers and pocket angles and stuff. I was like, well, you know what, you know, I got to make sure that these bows are just as just, just as accurate as my one piece, but um, th- you know, because of that, they're not going to be as fast.
0: Right. Right. So, uh, let's, let's switch back to the Moac ILFs. Uh, as far as speeds go, it looks like your, your upper limit is, uh, knocking on the door of about, uh, 190 feet per second, maybe a little close to 196, 197. Uh, and your, uh, lower limit is just a hair under 180. Is that, uh, and this once again, 10 grains per pound. Is that, does that sound accurate? I'm, I'm going to keep asking you that because I don't want to paint yes. this in, in an inaccurate light.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the, the, so uh, I think the terms upper and, lo- and lower limit, I, I reserved those for the finger shooting. Right. Yeah. The um, shooting
3: machine is like, like is the upper, upper yeah. limit.
1: it's like the real, real, real upper limit. Like if you were going to be on like, this is the fastest it will ever be. Right. You know, if, uh, if, if you were to, you know, Draw this thing back with the trigger release, you know, and then no, and then probably no, no fletchings either. So, right, um, that's like the upper limit. Yeah, the way
0: Right, and you and on and on the way upper limit with the shooting machine on that, you look like you're you're right at about one ninety five. Is that that's right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that I mean correct me if I'm wrong. And I, I mean, and they, they make a good limb. I'm not trying to, to harp on them, but that is as fast as, as both the max six and the UCA VX's. is my, am, am I incorrect in making that assumption?
1: Uh, well you zoom in, it's probably more like one, one ninety one ninety five and a half, maybe okay. ninety six. <laughs> That's and Uh, but yeah, um, uh, I don't know. I have to look at, um, what tri-lab did, 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 did on theirs. Um, on their machines what 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 what, what code did he get for his was it 189 191 191 i uh
0: on on the vx's yeah. i think it was like 191. yeah
1: yeah on yeah.
0: the on the max sixes i think he was like 194. uh yeah. don't 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 quote me on that but but point being you are you you should and those those are the two fastest limbs fastest limbs that he has uh that he's tested so i i i, I think you are Right about there with with everybody else, as far as speed goes, which is oh yeah,
1: yeah, I really know exciting. I'm up there with with uh, all my top top competitors with speeds um I know I'm there, but you know, but to be honest with you, the biggest thing that that i I get feedback from and what I feel is very important is the sound um, yeah.
2: That bow, I mean, these things limbs are, are just so quiet. Riot. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Garrett, Garrett, I want you to talk about that a little bit. I, I don't. <laughs> want, I don't want you to say who your other limbs are made by, just because I don't want to like people to be like, "Oh, you're playing favorites." But uh, talk about how you have another brand uh, of super curved limbs. Granted, they're they're a little, they're a little they're older. But they're but... older. They're like two generations old now, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, but you you recently got. Uh, uh, Sam's other limbs, his more quote-unquote like budget-minded limbs, and and those even those are a completely different world from what you were explaining.
2: Mine are Moaks, aren't they? Oh
0: yeah, Oh,
1: he has moax Oh, so i, I yeah, thought already got Moaks. Okay, all right, all right, right, my bad. Yeah, no, yeah, he has the Moaks. They're just they're just a little bit older of a prototype. Ah, uh, so, gotcha,
2: gotcha. Okay, but yeah. even still, like, yeah, the ones that I the other limbs I have. Like I hadn't shot him in forever, so I didn't have a I didn't have anything to compare them to. And then Sam wanted me to get speeds from both because they're close to the same poundage. So set up the other limbs and like two shots. I'm just like, ugh, what? Why? These are so loud. There's so much shock in my hand. I don't like this. Put Sam's back on, reset him up, got more speeds. But like still first couple shots, I'm like, OK, well, I never want to shoot anything else. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for ruining me. Awesome. But like, the only way I can describe it with the other ones is just like it's reverb. Like it's just. It's like a tuning fork. Yeah. Yeah. It just there's just a buzz and it's it's just a weird sound. But Sam's are just dead. Yeah. And I was using the same like I'm using a mountain muffler string, so it's got string silencers and everything on it. I need to get another string built without silencers on it, just so I can see if I even need them because I kind of doubt that I need them. It'd probably I, be
1: funny, Garrett. You probably notice that you probably won't notice a difference. I mean, yeah, I, and I yeah. shot with silencers and without it. I'm like, oh, it still sounds like the same. It still yeah, it is I mean, so uh, my,
0: not- my 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 limbs are on loan to somebody prominent, and they were shooting them. And he, he texted me, he said, I've been shooting these for a couple of days and I completely didn't even notice that I, that there are no silencers on the string. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, welcome, welcome to shooting Sam's limbs. It's a, it's a totally different world. I went to a, uh, uh, I went to a big shoot in Missouri uh, that is relatively close to a, another large traditional archery company. Who's was a great company. I, I, like, I went to the storefront, hung out with them. They were salt of the earth guys and I shot probably 20 of their bows that they had had h- hanging up and like, don't get me wrong. Like there they were nice bows, but I was just like, no, this is this this ain't it, chief. And <laughs> and I even like the guy there's there's a guy that, that works there. That's kind of like their main customer service guy from what I'm gathering. And he uh, he asked me what I was going to be shooting at the shoot that weekend. So I went and grabbed my uh, I think I had it on a black wolf at the time. And uh, and he pulled it back and shot it and literally just like gave me this look of like, what on God's earth is this? And then <laughs> gave it back to me and and was like, that's that's something. So I, I think he was a little scared to be like, yeah, these are way better than what we sell <laughs> So but it was uh it was it was a fun time. But it, it's it's always every person that I've handed these limbs to when they shoot it, they're just like, this is so different but in like a really good way especially on sound so sound is really 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 big uh with these this if if people have shot other super curves and they're used to that this is not the same thing like in any capacity so uh just keep that in mind
1: exactly Um, you know from my from from my uh you know where i you guys can hear me okay yeah sorry yeah i can hear you you know I, i come from a hunting background and and i hunt here in california and you know, you, you don't get a lot of chances, you know? <laughs> right. you know, sometimes, you know, and if you miss, you know, well, shoot, I want to make sure I got an, I can fling another arrow, you know? And so having a bow that is quiet is, is, is very key to that. Yeah. And because you don't want the deer to really kind of like, I mean, although they might know, but it's, it's more dampened and they, you know, you just don't want something loud out there and twangy, right? Cause the longer your bow twings for, the, the faster that deer will be able to concentrate on that sound right if it dull if your yeah. sound du- you know um thumbs out i think of the word yeah uh quickly that's what you want you don't want something like Ting, and keeps on going right and it was funny i did i you know i started getting a lot of these guys say hey you, you know your bows are quiet was quiet you know things are quiet and, and i already kind of knew that i said like, well you know what shoot you know, and then I started seeing posts, you know, about you know super curves being loud, and this is they're really loud, they're really loud. And you know what? Mine aren't loud. I'm going to do a video, so I have a video on on, on Facebook, I believe, and where I shoot because they were talking about conventional bows or or are quieter. They might be slower, but they're quieter. And that's what right. you want when you hunt. So I, I, I did a quick video just with, you know, the technology that I had on my hand was my cell phone, right? <laughs> the sound meter. Like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to shoot this thing in my living room, right? I'm going to take my phone to a wall, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> tell everybody to be quiet in the house. I'm going to shoot my, you know, my limbs and I'm going to shoot, you know, these conventional limbs. And, uh, and the sound, you can tell it's a total different sound. It's more of a thud. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. know the, 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 the DB level on the phone, it, it was, you know, my limbs are quieter and you can totally tell between the, 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 tw- the, the twing and the thud. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, look, you know, this doesn't tell people that, that, that these things are quiet. I don't know what else is until they have it on in their hands. Yeah. But well, it, somebody, until you stand next to one had...
3: shooting, it, it's hard to grasp it. Cause like yeah. every, I... every version that I've shot, I've had those comments
1: like
2: I was just shooting mean, I was shooting mine in my garage and like I took video of it obviously but like yeah like you said Sam it's just like a thud like there's nothing and there's nothing after it either it's just thud it's over and then right and I'm you know shooting in my garage which is mostly concrete and there's no insulation in it at all so it should be loud but it's not
0: yeah well, I know that's the, I know uh, somebody prominent has posted multiple times before that, you know, if you if you can't uh, uh, if you can't have speed, then you need to have absolute silence. And I kept telling this person, I said, well, you can have both if you, <laughs> if you <can> buy <laughs> Sam's limbs. And uh, and he didn't believe me until somewhat recently. And he was like, holy shit, these things are quiet. And I was like, yeah,
1: I t- told you, I've been telling you for a year. Uh, and <laughs> then it's funny, it's funny too, because that, I believe that same person, you know, was telling me that, that longbow limbs are the way of the future and I was like, okay, well, great. Um, if people are going to think that way, I'll make longbow limbs too. And <laughs> and if a normal longbow limb made by some some another Joe compared to his, you know, recurve limb and if that's quieter, I mean, I can just imagine how silent my longbow limbs are going to be. I uh, am excited. I'm like yeah, it's, it''s it's gonna be out of this world. I, I know it. Um, I haven't shot them yet. I usually just b- break things first for a while before <laughs> before I get to that get to that point you know because you know I like to take things to their limit first. So I would sure. design something yeah you know, close to like a margin of zero, right and then you know if it breaks where I predict it's going to break, I will be able to predict it you know, to break at like, you know, 40 inch draw, right. If I can predict this thing to break at 28, I I'll probably predict this thing to break at 40 inch draw. So <laughs> that's when I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll change my, uh change the way I, I build it a little bit and get it, get it, you know, just to get it to push its limits to, you know, not, not as much so that I can have that margin of safety.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I know, uh, you, you have, j- just for, from a, a safety perspective, then I want to talk about that real quick, then talk about uh, uh, the price on the Moocs, and then and we'll move on to the tax. Uh, um, you have a, uh, not, not that it's really needed anymore, I know in the very, very, very initial prototypes when you were breaking them, one of the things that you implemented was like a catastrophic failure safety measure. Uh, uh, and you know, through a lot of prototype testing, I had one that I couldn't get to tiller, and you were like, Yeah, just shoot it until it breaks. So I did, uh,
2: and and when it that video hit, is still one of the coolest videos of ever, yeah, seen.
0: yeah. And I just happened like I was literally sending, I guess at this point, we can probably talk about it because it's like uh, 20 generations ago. Uh, um, when I, I was literally like, I was trying to set tiller and I was trying to take a video to send to Sam. And I literally propped my phone up went to my hallway drew the bow back and it, I, I, I like felt it kind of like feels kind of funky well even a little more different than normal and then pop and I was like holy cow that just broke and uh, but <laughs> it was completely safe so talk, talk about that catastrophic failure system that you implemented there
1: yeah so I, I did a lot of uh, testing on the composites I guess you know I told you I, 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 I I shot with a pellet gun, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Dry fired these things. Um, Yeah. uh, One of the things I did also was I drilled a hole in the limb. Like I just took a drill Mm -hmm. bit, a quarter inch drill bit, and I drilled a hole. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see how far I can flex it back with a hole in it. You know, Mm -hmm. I got the full draw. uh, It shot, Um, but uh, I mean, it still broke, but uh, uh, not after I, you know, really stretched it far and snapped it. Right. Um, But. You know, with, with the with the fabric type of carbon fiber, um, and if you have enough of the fabric, it, when it when it fails, and um, because of the the backside of the bow um, it's still pretty tough, that the backside of the bow will stay intact, mm-hmm. while the belly side will will crack. You know, if, it, if if there is some sort of 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 a failure you know, the belly side will stay intact and the, the back side will stay intact and the belly will crack. Right. Um, so that's what I was trying to get at. Cause I didn't like, I don't like limbs blowing up huge and you know, anything. Uh, so right. that's what I kind of, you know, so the one, the, the one piece, I changed that design early on to kind of, you know, be, be, be a little bit safer too, you know? Um, cause I had, I, you know, from my early, early on, on uh, testing um, where the, the the belly side of the backing curls up over the riser,
3: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Well, you know, if you're ever to really damage your bow or something was to, ha- was to happen to it and you didn't know, you know, and if it was the shear and break, right. you know, that backing could just go right in your belly, you know? Right, So right. that's where I, that's when I tucked it, t- tucked that whole a whole sheet of the, the belly backing inside of the riser and I keep it continuous throughout the whole riser. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, you know, I just really wanted to develop, you know, things to be durable. So yeah. that's why I break a lot of stuff, you know, um, you know, I try to test it uh, to their limits. Um, right. So I really want a durable product because like I said, I am a hunter
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I, I back back in.
0: Yeah. Right? Well, so and, and I don't have
1: no spare bow. Right. right. I got my bow, you right. know, and my dad ain't going to let let me borrow his if mine breaks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah, and, and two, two things there, I guess. One, that I'm... I'm not. I'm. I'm not worried about these. These breaking. Uh. uh so I guess I just want to clear that up. Like I'm more looking at this as a perspective from. Uh. Like if you were in the back country and you took like a really nasty spill and your your bow was a part of that. You don't have to worry about pulling that bow back and it 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 hurting you when that happens, which it's really nice to know that, that catastrophic failure system mm. is is there. Oh yeah. Uh, and second, this this oh, definitely yeah. like kind of like bucks the trend or the the uh, the uh, uh, stigma of super curves uh, being like like super super brittle. Now I, I will say with an asterisk there, you definitely have recommendations on limb length and stuff like that. Uh, uh, for associated riser length and draw length, like there are, there are parameters that you should be you should be considering here. But uh, this is this is a, a totally different ball game than what uh, um, what other super curves have offered previously.
1: Oh yeah, I, I you know I've tried to do a lot with with testing and durability. I mean, uh, what was it? I don't know how many months ago it was, but you know, Rob the set before he has now, you know, he you know, he sends me this picture and tells me it looks like what <laughs> happened to these limbs. And and the tip he, he whacked uh he told me he so, whacked the oh, yeah. stake. I was yep.
3: I was at my 3D yeah. league and they use like railroad stakes. Like I mean we're talking you know it's a, a like piece of angle iron you know with a flat top but it's three thick steel and you know these things are old they're beat up you got sharp corners on them but like i took a shot and we take three shots at a target i took my first shot and i caught a a tree branch and deflected a little and and hit off um from where i wanted on the target and so i'm like, okay like i'll just kneel down and first shot perfect throw it in the 10 ring next shot. I must've shifted my feet a little bit and let the shot go. And the bottom limb tip just directly impacts the top of this stake. <laughs> and yeah, just a little bit surprising, but it, uh, a
0: little extra shock in that one. little
3: extra shock. Yeah. It, it held together, mm-hmm. but the, uh, I sat there looking at it before I shot again, and it just had a little bit of uh separation right at the tip. Yep. But yeah, that was my own fault. Yeah, <laughs> the
0: fact that it still like, I mean, didn't like the tip of it didn't like rip off is is pretty. Oh yeah, pretty impressive. And that's for, that's what happened on anything else. Yeah,
3: that's where like as much as like I was. Sad that I broke my bow. I was, you know, talking with Sam. It was like, honestly, I'm impressed that it held together. Like, realistically, I could probably still try and shoot this, but, you know, it's gonna probably go at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's uh it, it they're the durability on these things are crazy. I mean, uh, some of the pictures and videos you've sent over the years, I'm just like, yeah, I I have no doubt that these things are are good to go now. Um so uh let's let's talk about well, I mean, not talk about. So w- w- what are these what do these limb's cost, Sam? If I if I want to go buy a set of Moax, what 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 am I what am I expecting to pay?
1: Uh so online right now, I got them on sale for 750. Um I've had that, you know, i had that same price now for a while. Um, you are way too
0: cheap, brother. Way too. Cheap. Well, I'm
1: try- well, I'm trying to get you know more sales and more out there, more publicity. So I want to give a, you know everybody a, a good deal on them. Um, but you know sure. the price will be going up. Um, I don't know when, but it, it <clears> will go. It will go to its non non sale price. Um, but I, I I believe you know that you know, being being a you know a bowyer. In America, selling you know highly engineered products that are built here in America, I, th- I think it's a very a steal. I think it's like a steal of a deal. Oh, um, I,
0: even at your regular price, it's still a steal of deal. That's even at your regular price, you're still cheaper than any other like super curve style limb, right? You're cheap. I mean, I, I, I guess uh, no, not, I
1: think I, don't know. I think Morrison's are 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 seven fifty. What are
0: what are they? Here. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I mean um, that, that's I, I don't. I don't, I, mean, I have my own personal feelings on, on how fair of a fight that is, but, Ooh. uh, um, I, yeah, I, that, that's, that's not, that's not a comparison in my, in my humble opinion. I would much rather pay an extra 150 for that. If, if that actually is their price, the other thing, I guess there's two other no, things. Yeah, before, I before just look,
1: I just, look, they're, they're, they're 800.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're a, at the very least, you're very competitive with them. Uh, even at your full price, you're cheaper than Uka, you're cheaper than Border. Uh, I mean, and, and I mean, those are those are the big the big dogs right now for for super curve stuff. I know, I know there are other ones. There's probably five other people. But but that's that's a whole different whole different thing. Um, so th- there's I guess there's two more things really quick. I keep I keep finding things because you're just so unique with with these limbs that I want to talk about. One thing that is very unique to you uh, that, uh, uh, is, is that nobody else is doing that I'm aware of is you have, you have kind of bucked the trend of your typical ILF sizes. Now I, I I'm going to sum this up real quick because, uh, I don't want people to, uh, to chew on it for, for too long, but before you order these limbs, you need to look at the chart that Sam built out, uh, that these have an extra, uh, an extra short, short, a medium one and a medium two, which is where it looks like the majority of people end up being a, a long and an extra long. So depending on your draw weight or I'm sorry, your draw length and your uh, uh, riser length, you need to make sure that you're ordering the right uh, the right length there. And there is there is a little bit of play, but uh, but I guess if if you had to err on one side of length, you would probably err on being a little bit long just to be safe, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, okay.
0: yeah. Okay, so and, and I, I won't I won't dig into all of that too much, but people should probably if people have questions about the links there, they should probably contact you, right? That'd probably be easiest.
1: Yeah, if you can't understand the chart, I know it's not like the, the uh, uh, easiest chart to read, but um, but it's it's there and it's readable. Um, <laughs> But I kind of want to go a little bit into this because I think that's think that's where a lot of people get. Well, why you know? Because I've, I've had this argument before when guys, are, well, I can just buy any limb and put it on any riser, you know. And, and I'm just like, well, you know, my limbs, you know, they're driven for performance, right. right? So I'm I'm stretching the material, you know, out to where it needs to be stretched to to get the, you know the get the performance that that we want out of these limbs. I mean, it's not just speed; it's quiet too. And, and smooth draw uh so um and then and then what i did was i i didn't just go because you know i guess from, from the beginning you know since i've been building these you know uh, you know products i always come from just an engineering standpoint and from my you know um uh, so I don't want to just take, okay, well, these are ILF limbs. They're all the same, right? Well, no, these are not the same. They have a different curve. The whole, the the four straw curve is different. Um, So what I want, what I I did with mine was I said, okay, well, let me just make make all all these configurations and let me feel and shoot and build my charts off of where I think the person, you know should draw should, should have the bow. So right. I kind of figured, you know, when I was shooting it and I was always a little bit more accurate when I would on the force draw curve, where you would be drawing it back to right before it kind of starts to go up a little bit. And, um, the, uh, the force draw curve, right. Where it starts kind of sloping up a little bit. Um, that is that I believe is the most accurate spot on the curve because you start to feel, feel it. You know, right? And um, and that's also going to give you the most performance because you're using that whole flat portion of, 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 of the curve. So you're not only going to be more accurate, but you're also going to going to be faster. Yeah. So where some of these people just go, well, you know, I always want to be accurate. I'm just going to get, you know, these super long limbs on on the long riser, right? I'm just like, well. I don't think you're going to be, be more accurate because if you listen, what to I'm trying to tell you, I'm saying you want to start to feel a little bit right at the end. now that's the best spot to be at. Right. right. Um, um, but you know, I have a range, so you can have a range. So you want to be in, in this range, you want to be on the range where it's the flattest. Right. And, uh, and that's where I kind of developed this, 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 this table from was based solely on performance. It's not, was not based on some rules of thumb, you know, back when ILFs were invented, right? These are new numbers for right. for for my limbs, and this will get you the best performance for for my limbs. You yeah. Know, so
0: yeah, absolutely. So keep keep that in mind, and and if you if you have questions, talk to Sam. He'll he'll he you out. You can message my, me and Rob and Garrett too if you want. Uh, just, uh, but don't like take our word as as gospel. Where, but I I assume that after this, Sam is probably going to have some emails and messages and stuff like that. And so we can, we can try and, and help answer some of those layup questions too. If anyone has, has some questions cause we've been Rob and I have been shooting these for,
2: for a while now. Yeah, um, say, don't, don't message Garrett. Cause uh, he doesn't know.
0: <laughs> so, so the one, the one other thing that you do that is very different from any other super curve is, uh, is you offer these in a much heavier peak draw weight. So for the Tom Jorgensen's and Patrick Kelly's and Steve of the world. World. yeah. Yeah. yeah and ob- for, for the Robs of the world. Uh, yeah. You, you offer these up to 70 pounds. Is that, is that, is that right? Or did you just like have a drunken stew while you were building your website and add a few too many?
1: <laughs> uh, I do that too, but no, um, <laughs> I think, you know, if someone was the order of a, a 70 pound, yeah, I'll, I'll build it. So it's, and, uh, and like I said, I got, I got, you know, what, what, what I do is a little different than everybody else. I think, I don't know what, what these guys do because yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've never actually shook hands with any bowyer in my life. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm just an engineer. Um, was I, you know, I, I, I popped on strain gauges to, to my limbs, right. Where I can actually measure the exact strain, on, on my limbs. Right. Um, I mean the, the, the spreadsheets that I've built to calculate the strains, mm-hmm. I coordinated it with these, with the nu- with numbers I get in real life. Um, so when I got margins of sa- margin of safety, so if somebody wants a 70 pound bow, I will build it on the computer first. Right. Right. I will get that thing to have the, have a good margin of safety Yeah. Uh, before I even build it. Um, and then, you know, if I can't, I'll tell the guy I can't, but, but, uh, um, right.
0: does, does a 70 pound bow come with a, with a loincloth too? Like a, like a leather Because
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's leather with like a cheetah print.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's like the only thing I feel like you should be allowed to wear if you're pulling Absolutely. a 70 pound yeah. super curve. Oh man. I want to, I want to order a set. I don't but think that just, you guys just, want just that. To, just to, I want it just to have it to I want to set set a seventy pound shorts to put on my twenty three inch tempest and mm-hmm. and just watch that thing eat oh my lord,
1: I'm, well it's 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 not my it's not nice to draw back I've drawn oh, back oh, on me well, yeah. You know, and, <laughs> And it's feeling, it's, it's, it's like a compound bow with no let off. Yeah. 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 It does. It doesn't, it, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you from, from start to finish. And I'm a big guy. I'm like, I'm like 240 now, you know, I'm, I've worked out my, most of my life. You know, I got a lot of chub now. Cause I don't work out anymore. Cause I have my kids, but you know, I, I believe I'm a strong guy and I'm, I pull this thing back. I'm just like, no. No, this, 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 this,
3: well, it's it's something that's very different with oh, the draw funny. cycle on. Were you saying bows.
0: something,
1: Rob?
3: I was just saying that it's something oh. very different with the draw cycle of these bows because the yes. way that they unfurl, you're coming into the weight earlier immediately yes. than any other traditional bow that that I've played with, and. I don't mind that, but at the same time, that's like me shooting my at at my draw 73 pound bear tiger cat. Right. That's a completely different draw. Like I'm I'm hitting 73 pounds at anchor with that bow. With Sam's, I'd be hitting 70 pounds like with three inches of draw exactly and so i mean at that point
1: more than that i'd say more than three inches yeah i'd be more than three
3: inches but it'd be early in the cycle
1: oh yeah yeah for rob it was
0: probably five or six yeah
3: and so it's like would that be a problem for me i don't know i shoot 80 plus pound compounds, so it's like i can draw that and i can hold 74 (laughs) 73 with my other bows right so would it be a workout though Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, uh, I, I think I might just have to order a set to literally just like set in the corner. So anytime I'm feeling unmotivated, I'm just like put, put a little like sticky note on him. That's like you're a puss and, and, and just like keep keep remembering that I can't I can't pull him back and and uh, and have some motivation to go work out or something.
2: Just have uh, Sam impregnate. Good luck under the carbon. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please, please, please. please. Oh, wait,
0: I smell a special order being, being made tonight. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. I love it! I mean, the, the the I'm I'm telling you guys, and, and and I I genuinely mean this. Like this isn't this isn't because we've we've known Sam for a while. Uh, I, I'm I I've shot, and I definitely won't say I've shot them all, but I, I've I've shot basically every competitor to this. There's there's nothing. There's nothing like it. It's a totally, totally different beast. But what Rob did mention, I I handed this to to my buddy Dallas. Uh, uh, the most recent set that I've got, they're they're like I think you had a marked at 39, but they're they're a little heavier on on my set because it's a little bit shorter. Uh, and, and, uh, so I think they were like 40, 41, 42, something like that. And I handed him Dallas, I said, draw this back and tell me what you think it is. And he was like, that's gotta be getting close to 50. I said, that's barely over 40. Uh, so these, these do feel because you hit that weight early, it feels different, but like once you get uh, like, then you like hit that three, four in inches back. away from your anchor, yeah, exact. You hit that three or four inches where you're like normal. You're like, okay, like now, now I'm really, I'm really gonna muscle it back to that last couple inches. It is a dream,
2: absolute yeah, you don't have dream to. to shoot. So,
0: yeah, I didn't even just, notice it's, that
2: it's, it's until until you guys just started talking about it. But I had it like I put it on my draw board just to check poundage and make sure I was drawing it and like tiller was right and all that. But right on the draw scale yeah, it hits peak weight super early in the draw cycle. And I didn't even realize it until just now. I'm like, oh, that's, I just,
0: that's how much that's I know
2: about normal. traditional bows. Well, that's how much yeah. I know about traditional bows. I'm like, oh, that must be how that's supposed to be, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. It it's, just, uh, it, like to me, it makes it feel a lot smoother just because it is the same sweeter. weight. Agree. Like it doesn't, way it doesn't stack at the end. And I hate right. that because yeah. then, yeah, it's a struggle. <clears throat> Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you'll be surprised, Garrett. You know, a lot of these guys, they, they when they start talking about stacking, right? It's, it's a whole. It's a it's a funny to- topic to me, and uh, and I honestly think you know it has to do with, you know, the, the the change, right? How much you're you're changing, you know, the pounds per per inch, right? Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all it's all about it's all about feel, and uh, and some of these guys, you know. I know because I've been shooting conventional bows for a long time. They're like, oh, this thing doesn't stack, you know, doesn't stack at all. I'm like, dude, that yeah, thing right. stacks, yeah. When you're, when you're comparing it to to my limbs, right, you know, or, or, or a lot of these uh, SR type limbs, you know, everything stacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything stacks. Um, all you know, all these conventional recurves stack. You know, it doesn't but stack it's it all absolutely. it's all based on on your preference right right so until until you don't until you shoot one of these, these you know my limbs you're not going to really know that and then you're going to go back like I, I i i hate shooting any other you know, i got lots of these these bows in my my shop it, it I, ruins, I you. Know it ruins I, yeah, you it ruins it really it, does. It makes, it makes the day horrible i mean i try to shoot these other ones I'm like oh man this just, this this feels hard it's like man this this hurts on the back end and um and so, you know, it's a whole different world um, in terms of stacking when you're talking about uh, my limbs here. It's just it it it's just a whole different feel. It's
0: yeah, you know. very uh, these are these are something else. I, I literally cannot speak highly enough of these limbs. Uh, there was one, there was literally like one more thing that I thought about. Uh, hold on. Give me like two seconds. I'm sure I was like looking at something on, on your website and it reminded me of it. Um, oh yeah, that, that's it. Uh, super curves profile. Uh, I, I want to talk about this before we move on to the pack limbs. Uh, I, 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 sent a picture to you, um, right when I got these where my 63 inch AMO bow, and these were based, this was your, your limbs on a 19 inch riser were shorter than my 58 inch AMO bow of my short ILF limbs on a 17 inch riser. So I know a lot of guys are like, Oh, like I, I, I shoot between, you know, 58 and and 60 inches or 60 and 62 inches. You can't like, you can shoot a longer bow if you need to. Like if you got like a, a 19, 21, 23 inch riser, you can shoot a 63 to 65 66 AMO bow on this, and it will probably be smaller than, than any other hunting bow that you have. So keep, keep that in mind as you, as you buy these, like don't be too worried about length because the envelope of these is way smaller, way, way smaller.
1: Yeah. that's why, that's why my, 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 the, the HP 64, I call it the HP because it's hunting bow. Right. Um, although it's 64 inch and it's long, and, you know, the, the AMO size is longer, but, but really it's 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 a short compact hunting bow it's not a long long bow it's it's designed for hunting um the majority of it is designed for 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 you know still hunting you know stalking you know walking in. that's what i that's what i do right mm-hmm. um now you know i am in the works of also a shorter uh hunting bow oh. a very short hunting bow Oof. Don't,
0: don't, you're getting uh, yeah. me all hot and bothered the more you talk about that.
1: I'm hoping to get it like the 44. Um, that's what my current, I built one. Uh, it's currently at a AMO of 44 and I can draw it all, all the way back to 32. No problems. Um, so, but I'm still in the designs of that one working it, you know. Um, but yeah, that one's going to be even, even shorter and it's, it's going to be a sweet bow too.
0: Yeah, we are we're, we're gonna save that for another episode because that's a whole other ball of wax. Um, okay, so let's talk about your tack limbs. Uh, so uh, not everyone may want super curve for whatever reason. You're you're wrong, and I hate you for thinking that. But <laughs> you may you may not want it, uh, which is fine. Uh, but you have you have a a, a real unique offering that I th- I think like if, if you were wanting to get into traditional archery. This, like, this is it. Like, you can buy these limbs and be set for a while, in my mind. And and that's your, that's your tack limb. So, so talk, talk about those for, for a minute.
1: So, I, you know, I wanted something more on the conventional, conventional type of shape of a recurve. Um, yeah, for one, you know, I wanted them priced lower. Um, and for two, um, you know, bows with just bigger hooks, flatter four-straw curves, are going to be harder to tiller that's just period right so you know it's going to take you to more of a, uh you know probably a a more advanced shooter um or if you know if if you're a beginner you know and and you want to try them out too fine just get you know probably try to find somebody to help you tiller a bow for the ilf you know but these these tack limbs were designed um to be a little bit more on the lower cost cost end and more of a, a beginner type of bow um but they're not i mean they are still you know very advanced i mean they're they're they're, they're quiet um, they're they're fast they're not as fast as the mohawks but they're fast um, i i just I, I just i decided to do a little bit different on the on the on the carbon fiber um, so i have a whole different type of fabric that i use mm-hmm. the method on the method i'm building on the reason why why reason why they're cheaper is not it's not because you know cheap materials or cheap ways of processing was this one was I developed a a faster way to process them. Right. Um, so and I basically kind of just took the approach from aerospace where um, where I'm not building these like a typical bowyer does um, on like a, a mold and you know you you, you well I build them on a mold but it's not the same way as they as they do. Um, these limbs are completely 100% um, co-cured. Co- so everything is cured at the same time. Um, every ply is laid up. Every ply is cured. Um, it's not like I'm curing backings. And then I'm secondarily bonding the backings onto the core. Uh, these ones are uh, 100% cured all at once. Uh, I figured I can get more out this way. Um, and, I'm, and like I said, I'm not stretching the limits as much as I am on the Mohawks, you know, mm-hmm, right. So I can use this process and develop these limbs a lot faster than, than, than the Mohawks. So uh, that's the reason why the price has dropped. And I figured, well, you know, let's make these conventional too. Um, just, just to give, just to give the guys, you know, a little bit, you know, ease and ease into ILF and, and to get uh, uh, your tiller right. And to shoot comfortable and to shoot, you know, fast and straight. Uh, That's where these kind of like came into in the mind for, and I wanted the price to be competitive to a lot of to a lot of the um, uh, uh, lower priced limbs out there that are on the market, Um, right? And I wanted these ones to be, you know, American made lower priced limbs, right?
0: And and you've got, uh, uh, I think that I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you have these at right. (laughs) Right now they're on sale for four hundred bucks. Uh, normal price is five hundred. Is that right? Yeah, man. And these are just cool looking limbs. I don't Is that is that the is that the carbon backing that you use that has that checkered look on it, or is that?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's okay. nothing fake. That's that's real carbon. Yeah. Okay, man. That is
0: just like a a really pretty looking limb. Uh, uh like I mean, that's like that's like, it's like flashy enough to be like, um, this is, this is cool, but it's still like very subtle. I, I, I like this limb a lot. I th- I think if you are getting into traditional archery and you want to make a bit of an investment, man, like, like, and, and not, you know, take out a, a, a second mortgage for, for a lot of us. That's, uh, man, I mean, I think that, that this is, this is it. Like, man, that this is, this is quite, quite, quite the limb. And, and it's, man, this thing is fast too. You've got, uh, You've got this thing with a uh, an upper limit on a shooting machine of almost 190 feet per second. You've got like 1 185, give or take, on a shooting machine, which is uh, once again as fast as the uh, EX ones uh, from from Uka, uh, and once again American made. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this is this is something. This is this is a this is an incredible incredible limb for the price i i haven't got to shoot this one yet but on paper holy moly you've really knocked this one out of the park
3: but i'm excited to shoot those ones i'm i'm planning on uh, once i sell this bow that i'm rebuilding for somebody then i'm probably going to be putting an order in for a set just because i do enjoy the feel of a more conventional limb as well yeah and then i can have you know two different sets and be able to play with both. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, but man. And, and you, you basically have like you, I think you kind of mentioned this before, uh, but you have all of the same technology in this limb that you do, in the other one it's just not as aggressive as a hook and it's a different material right this still has it's still part of the the carbonbonacci like the the Fibonacci curve sequence it still has
1: yeah, so the, yeah this limb has the has the, uh, has the the, the carbonbonacci curve to it but it right. does, does not have the pois flex that's one thing gotcha. it, it doesn't have
0: gotcha okay
1: so the poisy flex really puts a puts a uh uh really takes the material to its limit i like guess it's really really pushing the carbon fiber, um, which is, which is, you know, why it's such a, such a, such a the Mohawks are such a great, great limb, quiet and fast.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, I guess is there, uh, I mean, this is, I, dare I say, I call it a, a budget limb because it's not when I think when people see or hear budget, they, they associate it with like, it's not that good. Uh, this is, this is a very good limb. It just happens to be a, at a, at a lower lower cost because of the the material and the uh, the speed of of what you can you can set them up at, uh, yeah.
1: Um, that, that's the biggest thing is just the the, the material change and the and the uh, and the process. That's what driven drove, drove this the uh, the price down, right? Uh, yeah, those are the, the the two things, and then also it doesn't have um, the Boise flex, so right,
0: right, yeah. Another another big thing. And
1: engineering so- engineering cost money like i it took, took sure. me you know, almost a year and a half to get my aisle to get my mohawk mohawk uh ilfs that worked the way i wanted to work <clears throat> where the attack the the, uh, on, on the tech ta- the tack limbs took me about what like three three months at most yeah. i think not
0: not too long not too long because you went from thinking you i remember getting the message from you, you're like i think i'm gonna make a conventional limb to like a week later, you're like, I've got something bonded up. Like, I guess, guess we'll give it a try. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think that was pretty close to what you ended up going with. So, um, uh, so is there anything else we need to talk about with the, with the tack limbs or is that, is that pretty much it? Cause I know there's a lot of overlapping technology there. So.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Okay. That's about it.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's, let's tread in to this guy for a minute. Uh, you talked earlier about all the, the the challenges that you faced with ILF uh, and and the different limb pockets and the different amounts of deflex and, and all that and everything not being standardized and, and some risers being good and other risers being total, complete pieces of crap. And you just like one day decided, I guess, because this is what aerospace engineers do, you go, I, I guess I'm just going to make a riser that's better than everything else. Uh, and, and out pops the, the hit 19, uh, which is, uh, uh, already, uh, making, making some waves. They may not be waves that everyone can see right now, but believe me when I say this riser is, is making waves in the traditional archery community. Talk about, uh, talk about why this ra- riser became a thing and, uh, and the, the name and what that means and the technology that's associated associated with
1: all this. Yeah, so man, you're completely really right. With all the, the risers I was shooting and testing and playing around with, you know, I, you know, every riser had something that I liked, and they had something that I didn't like. Uh, some had more things I didn't like. Some had more things that I liked, and uh, and then also all, all the inconsistencies. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be making my own limbs. And you know, then also I, I got a lot got a lot of guys asking me, hey, you know, do you got a riser too? You know, I'm like, no, 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 I don't. You know, here here's who I recommend. I was like, well, you know what. I just think I should probably just start thinking about making, making my own. So then, you know, I just started, you know, drawing a few things up and, and thinking about, okay, well, what what would I want in it? You know, and I just started designing all the things that I want one in it. Um, taking the things that, that I know that I don't want in and out of it. <coughs> and, um, yeah, then, then I just, just went, went, to, went to the books and started doing the math on it and, and calculating a few things. Um, uh, I had, I, I got a machine shop on contract here in Southern, Southern California. He's actually a college buddy of mine and, uh, he owns a machine shop. you engineers. So i, I call, tell you what. I called him up and I said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, making some product out of metal. And, uh, and I said, he said, okay, we'll, we'll shoot me over a cat, the cat drawing. So, you know, I went on the computer, start, started catting it up. And uh, just started calculating numbers and stuff. And I said, okay, look, this is my first uh, uh, you know um, trial here for my own my own my own product. You know, I know you like building things in batches. I said, Hey, is any way I can I can pay you ahead of time for a for a for a good number of quantity, but you can machine the first one out. And give it to me, and then let me make updates to it for the next for the next amount, you know. And he's, oh yeah, sure, I'm gonna shoot out one. So he, you know, he's a really cool guy. So he shooting me out one. And when I designed that one, since I knew he was gonna do that, I made a few extra changes where um, this prototype would be able to have different limb pad angles, you know, the limb angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to set the deflex uh, where I thought a deflex should should be for a recurve bow. Uh Well, actually for, 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 any bow, in my opinion, Can I like you, it
0: can you I like explain, it. Uh, can you explain deflex to people who may not know what it is?
1: Yeah. So deflex is kind of, is, is like, we're, is, is the curvature that's going to be in the, in your riser se- section. So more okay. deflex, your bow is more pointy, right? And with shooting, you like the point where you want to shoot. So I figured, well, you know, you want a pointy bow. So i like, okay, well then I started thinking, well, you know, if I go too pointy, you know, every every inch more of pointy is like losing an inch on your draw. So I said, okay, well that's gonna that's gonna slow down the bows. Okay, so I don't want to go too pointy, but I wanted the point. So that's when I, I just said, okay, well this is the deflex that I think I, I I'm gonna like, and uh, and none of the risers had this had this deflex in it. Every riser that I had in the shop had a small had a, a lot lower of a deflex. I said, okay, well this is like my amount that I want. So. I stuck with that because you can't. Because as soon as the guy machines out the riser, I can't. I can't design a riser to change the amount of deflex. So I figured, right. I'll keep that thing, the deflex constant, and then uh, I'll make the limb pad angles be able to change from you know five degrees all the way to twenty degrees. Because I figured, look, I want to find the best angle for for um, my limbs. So right. All right. Okay, so I just started. Just you know, I would you know, change this angle out from, you know, from five degrees all the way up all at the 20 Did a whole performance test on speed on, on, uh, on tiller tiller stability, you know, and, um, and sound. And so, boom, I just picked out, you know, picked out the bet, the one that had the best numbers of the, all three categories that I think matter and Archie, which is, you know, the tiller stability, which is going to be your accuracy. You know, the speed is just the, the impact, you know, your, your, uh, when you're hunting um and then the quietness you know just you, don't, you want a quiet bow when you hunt, so I try to nail the best you know draw like an envelope and see well w- which ones hit this the best and then I kind of just boom I picked the angle that I thought worked and um and I went and I, and I went with that, and then you know, now that's just a that's just the shooting side of it you know yeah. so I want the bow to the bow to feel nice in your hand to build you know to feel really solid um so, but I did, but I did not want a very heavy bow. I didn't want something cause I like the backpack and, and I hunt, I hike a lot with my bow. And it's like, man, you know, with all these, these heavy arrows, you know, I, carry, I carry like six arrows with me, you know, um, and then more in my backpack, but with all, with all these things, it's just, this is heavy on your hand, you know? And, and, yeah. and, and when I, when I bow hunt with the backpack on or not, you know, my bow has to be in my hand ready yeah because these mule deer you know they just boom pop up bam you got to be ready to shoot right away right you know so you can't be holding you can't be having your bow on a sling over your shoulder or you know in, in, in your right hand or your left hand you know switching hands and stuff you want you want to always be ready and it just fatigues your arm out so i didn't want something heavy um but so i started looking into well what what makes a bow what do you think will make your bows stable and then i started thinking well it's you know I started thinking, thinking about this. Well, you know, when, when, when guys on like a, the tightrope walkers, right, If you, you know, they hold on to a big long stick, they're more stable. Right. So I started thinking, well, it's more about mass moment of inertia than just mass. And I think mass moment of inertia is what drives you to be steady uh, with, with your bow. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe a uh, more mass in your bow is going to make you stable as well. Um, but I believe where you put the mass at matters most because,
0: yeah, agreed. you know, if you
1: have a lightweight riser, you can add mass to it, but you can't take away mass. Right. Right. So, and you're going to be adding, when you're hunting, you're going to be adding your arrows. Right. Those things are heavy. I mean, my I, I bow, I think is very heavy with, with, with the quiver of eight arrows on it with, with rod heads on. It, right. Um, so, you know, I think it's heavy enough to be stable when you're shooting, Uh, But I I would just like to
0: point out that the aerospace engineer who's way smarter than all of us shoots a heavy arrow. I just want to, I just want (laughs) to leave that that comment out there for people to chew on a little bit. Continue, Sam.
1: It's a good point. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. So so I, I, you know, I believe and the way I feel with these bows, you know, when, when, when I shoot, shoot, this thing is it just makes, you know, the math meets, you know what real life it it right. is the mass moment of inertia is what's going to get you you know to be more accurate and more stable with your bow <clears throat> it's where you put the mass at not 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 just you know big like a huge clump of clump of metal right um so i really wanted to so i pushed you know the locations on where you would add weight further away from from the grip right mm-hmm. uh, uh, the stabilized lo- 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 locations. So I moved those ones even, you know, further away. Um, and then I hogged out a lot of the inside of the riser. So I wanted mm-hmm. the location where you grip the bow at to be very light, but I, I, I put the mass back on the outs you know, the further away from the hand. So yep. my opinion, you want all your masses is the furthest you have your mass away from your grip point, the more stable you're going to be. Right. So Everything is, is rotationally um, more stable. So if you kind of think about it, the reason why you want this heavy thing thing in, in, in your hand also is because it's the rotational. It's so you got this big, huge, huge lever arm between, you know, your grip to your shoulder. Right. So that that is also mass moment of, of inertia. Is the mass times the length of your arm squared. That's what the equation is. Right. So. Um, the more, and you know, you notice how R is squared in the equation, just like how we deal with these arrows and what, what makes them, you know, impact better. Right. So the R, the R is squared. The R jumps up, you know, so, so much. And so fast is that the R is what you want. The R is the distance, you know, so. It's radius. Yeah. yeah, You move, yeah, it's radius. So you move that mass further away, you're going to have bigger mass moment of inertia. So that was my whole design concept you know, around this riser it was pushed that mass out. And I thought the most innovative things I did to achieve that was what I call uh sheer center te- technology. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, it is not an easy concept to understand. It's very difficult.
0: Um, I, I would agree because I, I fancy <laughs> myself as like a relatively intelligent person. And when you started trying to explain this to me, I, I was all turned around. So uh, I guess uh, a heads up to our listeners. If you, uh, if if you if you get confused in the in the coming minutes, uh, uh, join the club because I, 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 I am I am still a little confused. I, like, I understand the premise, but but yeah, uh, th- th- this is one of those things where like I am so far out of my depth with the science here. But I'm but I, I'm interested to hear you uh, explain it here uh, versus over over Facebook Messenger and text like we've we've been doing the last couple of weeks.
1: Exactly. And this and this is this is what I like. To do. I like. I like to use proven science, so I'm not, you know, I know the Archie world yeah, is. Too. Yeah, the Archie world is full of gimmicks. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> don't these guys don't on some like, oh, I I got some magical technology, and this is what well, this is gonna, this is gonna make gonna make you better. My, you know, the stuff that I'm throwing out there and using the engineering is 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 in the engineering world, it's simple physics. It's nothing like super scientific where, um, you know. It's not, it's just, it's simple uh, f- physics. I mean, the poise flex, I mean, you just, it's, it's a flat structures turning con- concave. It's going to be stiffer, right? Um, now with the, the, the shear center, it's just difficult to see because of the of the terminology shear center. But if you Google search that, if, anyone, if you search that, you will, you will find tons and tons of, information on it right it's a it's a it's an elementary topic on solid mechanics you know mm-hmm. so if you're an engineer you take solid mechanics in school you learn that stuff you apply it in the real world <clears throat> you know it's it's simple math um i don't know why you know no one's has done this yet you know i, I don't know it's it's it's, it's, it's because it's, engineers
0: aren't building risers
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyway so what you know I'm going to, so to tell you guys ahead of time, I'm probably going to be putting out a, a, a slide that kind of goes over it a little bit, you know, but even the slide, you know, I, I had, you know, I had somebody look at it, you know, who's not an engineer also. And, you know, and just doesn't have a really good physical. I was hoping to show them this slide and then they get it right. Right. <laughs> and they still didn't get it. Uh, it's a very <laughs> tough, tough object to get. Uh, so you best you know you know you can Google search it you can you can find out about it. Uh, I'll talk about it right or when I hear a little bit. So <clears throat> shear center to technology, what I, what I get is basically I've calculated where the shear center is located on the geometric cross section of my window on my riser. Mm-hmm. So and and in the, in the I'm going to tell you why I did this is because <clears throat> the load path on your riser goes from your limbs to your grip, right? So right. if you imagine a line from your limb bolts to your grip, right? Your window is offset. Okay? okay. So what that eccentricity does is it creates a torque on your window. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now your so your 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 riser, okay it's gonna to have torque on it. Anytime he torques something, it's going to twist. Okay. But how much it twists, see that that that's the deal here. So what what people what risers generally have is they, they will they will they will have excess material. Well, not excess, they need they have the required material so that nobody notices the riser that twisting. It,
0: flexes, yeah. It, yeah.
1: It, it doesn't it flex, you know it will twist so tiny that that, that it's not even noticeable, you know. So what I what I did, I said, Well, you know, if I if I design the shear center, you know, in line with the load path, right, my window will have no torsion. Mm. So there won't even be a, a, a twisting, you know, apply applied twist to the window because that load path is in in line with the shear center of the window's cross section. Yeah. Right. So and and uh and C, C channels, the beautiful thing about a C section, which that's what my section is, it is a C, is that the shear center lies on the uh, the outer side of the web, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine a C, right? You got like the top and bottom. Those are the caps. The, the, so if you write a C on, on a piece of paper, the top, you write like a, a square C, right? Like if you were to do some kind of weird, you know, um, typing, right? Yeah. A square, seat, right? so the top and bottom are like what we engineering call your caps, your caps of your beam. The web is, is the web part. It's the, it's, it extends from the cap to the cap, right? That's what, mm-hmm. keep, that's what, that's what uh, holds them together. So in that geometric cross-section, your shear center is going to be on the outside of the web, which the outside of the web is where the load path is. It's where your arrow is as well, right? So mm-hmm. if you load a C-channel – its c-section it won't twist on you so one mm. of the biggest thing is, so you can actually google search and find videos of a c-section and if you load it right up on its cap like right directly on its cap and you start bending it right it's going to twist on you right uh, but you know the there's there's papers out there where people have shown that you know if you load it if you attach something else to it and be able to be able to load it on outside of the window or outside of the web, that it won't twist, mm. because you have no torsion load on your C right. channel anymore, because your that load is in this in, in, in the in the load path is right. in this is in the, uh, the shear in center, the, right? So what I was able to do is I was able to hog out tons of material out of the window because I don't have this torsion load.
0: Yeah. Right. Because because it's all that torsion. Well, the torsion load is sitting on the caps in the web, the webbing. Is that is that accurate? Did I understand that correctly?
1: Uh, you might want to say that again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the, because it, the 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 torsion, the load that's being applied there, uh, if, if you're, you're talking about that C, it's it's being applied to those caps, to the top and the bottom and to the, the web, the connector.
1: No, it's in the line. load is in the, it's in line with the shear center. Uh, oh,
0: okay. yeah. Okay. 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 okay yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I think I get it now. I think I get it yeah. now.
1: It's all about uh, east truth. Anytime you have it, your load path is not in line with something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with your restraint. Right, you got eccentricity, and that eccentricity is basically a, a moment arm or a lever, and that would cause yeah. a rotation, a twisty, a twist. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I aligned the shear center of the C beam of, of the let's just the geometric cross section of my window in line with the load path.
0: <clears throat> huh. man, yeah, it's that-
1: tough. It's a tough subject. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard. To, it's kind of hard to visually see. Well. If I just bend this, if I just hold this C channel, I bend it like this. Why would it twist? But, but it does. Right. Okay? And, uh, and you can either you can either you know go out and 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 play with some some, some C channels from Home Depot or something and, and see for yourself, you know, or you can Google search search it. But my point is is that you know this this all this stuff that I engineer and do, you know, for for my products, it's always something proven something I can mathematically and I can show that it's, it's out there and it it exists. It's not some gimmick. I don't, I don't like gimmicks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, anytime I need a reality check on how intelligent I am, I'm just going to go back to this episode and listen to this part because
1: Christ. Uh (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be putting out a, a a PowerPoint uh, or a PowerPoint. Just one, one kind of slide, just showing it kind of hoping, hoping to, people get it even better because yes it is a very uh tough subject for people who are not um you know it
3: definitely is easier to see it than to try and explain it right visually it makes more sense like
0: i feel like if i if i had the yeah if i had the the pictures that that sam had sent to me before along with this conversation it'd probably be a little easier for me but yeah. yeah still uh Still, still a bit, a uh, bit out of my depth. I'll, 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 I'll let the
1: engineer handle this one. I'll just say yeah, I trust. And yeah, just look up shear, shear center on you know, C beams because that's the most common one talked about when people mention uh, shear center. And you will find videos. I, you know, it's in documents out there. You, you know, you got people who can explain it better who are out there, probably, Right. You know. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> okay, man. So, and, and that's I know it's it's a very unique thing like you said nobody else is doing it but also no aerospace engineers are building risers either uh um but but that's the big thing that sets sets your bow bow or your your riser apart is is that shear center technology and 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 moving that uh that mass uh away from the from the grip which is man it's that's a big deal and looking at i mean you've got this thing right now at 550 bucks which like I guess if you're like just getting into trad, like that seems like a, a lot. But man, if you're if you're looking at high end risers, that's that's a deal. Even at six fifty, at your regular price, it
3: really uh, isn't that's, though. That's, that's still a deal. Like I mean, think about your your oh, cheap if, risers if you, if you, if, that are are you know, I guess still decent, right?
0: Yeah, they're three four hundred bucks exactly. Yeah.
3: So if I'm gonna spend yeah. like. I mean, granted, I already have a riser, but like for what I spent for that riser, which very clearly has some irregularities, like yeah, I would have right. gladly spent an extra you know 100, 200 bucks, yeah. and had yeah the hit like
0: yeah well man i I feel like if you're if you're somebody that uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously you can, you can start with like a mega, mega cheap bow or like borrow a bow from a friend to make sure that you actually like oh, kind yeah. of like traditional archery. But if you are, if you're getting into trad, especially if you're already a compound guy and you're like, you know what, I'm going to get into trad. What is a, what is a normal compound run now? At least a grand for, for a flagship, right? Like, I mean, oh, yeah. what, uh, what are, what are, what are Hoits uh, that are going to be released tomorrow? $1,700, I think like. I mean that that's and that's that's just the bow. That's nothing else. Where if you were to buy the hit nineteen with the uh tack limbs, you're under a thousand dollars. Exactly. You're under you're under a grain and then what you have a you have a twenty dollar string and a uh uh maybe a I mean you don't even have to run any type of uh rest on this if you don't want to. You can just shoot right off the shelf and 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 use the like a, a plunger kind of thing to to push your center shot a little bit, but you got $20 string and a, and a $20 uh, um, tab
1: or glove. Pfft, you're done. That's it. There's nothing else to buy. Uh, well, you can finance the string, Matt. Cause if, you know, if you buy a limb in a, and a riser, I throw in the string for uh, you, you. You'll do that for him. Oh man. What a guy. What a guy. Uh-huh nice guy you know i most likely i'd probably shoot it myself you know yeah oh yeah yeah you know i you know before i put before i code it you know i i i i i test this guy out you know make sure i got you know because you know string string sizes you know there's a lot of you know a lot of i have a guy right now you know he has a set of my my limbs and uh he has someone else's riser and, you know, I, I put on my website a brace height chart, you know, um, but, you know, the brace ain't working. It's, 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 it's not, it's not high enough. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, this happened to, to me before with another company's riser as well. So let's just, you know, creep our way up, you know, and I'm, I, I'm going to probably tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to make him some strings because the first set he bought, you know, are too long. So I said, all right, well, let, let, let me make you some, 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 some some strings but uh but well, that's the problem with ilf you know i have a brace height chart you know but you know that's like that's my recommendation and i don't recommend going any further and i put on a note there if you know if it ain't if it ain't going right give me a call it's right it's, it's you know we can push it up more i have a guy who has a huge brace and 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 that's and what he said he needed to get and he shoots his bow and shoots nice
0: yeah yeah and man, if, if you're, if you're listening and you haven't pulled it up on either Sam's website or been trying to creep around on Facebook or something like that yet, this, this hit 19 riser is an absolute work of art. It is. When you, when you sent me, especially after you made the, the prototype uh, change, uh, when you sent me the first picture, I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> that's the most, that's the most beautiful riser I've ever seen. Function and, uh, is beautiful oh man like, this this thing is something Whew. like she's a she's a butte clark you did a, you did a good job on this one, man. Leave it to freaking aerospace engineer just whip out the best riser that's ever been made on a on a whim because <laughs> you're
1: bored yeah was <laughs> you know
3: frustration so breeds ingenuity if if you've <laughs> yeah, got that something that's that just giving you headaches, guess what? Yeah. I'm going to quit messing with that. I'm just going to build it. Just get it done with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah, and you know, it doesn't look all like, you know, <clears throat> like engineering plunk. clunky. Like, like you guys said, I, I I really spent a lot of time trying to get this thing, trying to mold engineering into something that looks good to the yeah. eye. I yeah. wanted it to look good. I wanted to, you know, the curves. I wanted the flow. I wanted the engineering to look well. Uh, I believe engineering should the sh- Engineering should look like it works. Yeah. You know, if, it, if it's something like weird, like, what is this? But the, these they, they say that it's engineered and it's engineered great. Like, I'm sorry, dude. If it don't look good. Yeah. You know, it yeah. it might not be engineered the way that they are telling you that it's engineered. You know? Yeah. Um, listen, to me, engineering looks beautiful. You know, if you uh, engineered right, I it's going to look good.
0: Yeah, well, man, I, I, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a a bit of a a, a tiny little baby rant here, uh, because uh, I, I want to recap your prices here real quick. Your Hit 19 risers on sale for five fifty. It's normal price six fifty. That's a bargain. That's, I mean, it, it's a it's a bargain at five fifty. At six fifty, I mean, it, it's still it's still a bargain. But I mean, you are getting literally what I think is is probably the best 19 inch riser on the market. The tac the tac ilf limbs four hundred bucks they're as fast as the ex ones don't know why you wouldn't buy those over anything else right now for the price point uh, normally five hundred dollars they'll still I mean that's still ex one prices don't know why you would buy them over over tac one at that point your your uh, moac uh, sixty four or I think you still have it labeled on your website the hb sixty four one piece you have that on on sale for nine hundred bucks you want to start talking about like custom like guys getting a trad because they're like oh it's it's cheap like at least i did i was like oh i'm getting a trad because you know it's (laughs) it's easy it's it's easier and it's cheaper (laughs) yeah man i was an idiot custom if you want a custom bow from uh, black widow or bob lee or centaur or anything like that yeah like 15 starting at 1500 bucks starting so 900 dollars is freaking ridiculous for for a Beautiful bow that is, spoiler alert, faster and a better performer in basically every category than than any other one piece bow. And then your Moac uh, uh, ILF limbs or Moacs, uh, 750 bucks, fastest limbs on the market that I'm aware of. Uh, and uh, I mean, it, it, ridiculous, ridiculous how you have these things priced. And even at your regular prices, these are all still, in my opinion, I, I think you have them underpriced personally, but. Man, uh, the you have, I think you have a really special lineup sitting here, Sam. I mean, if you want to talk about like guys, especially if you if you're if you're a guy that's been dabbling in trad for a minute, and you're like, you know what? I'm I'm ready to make the plunge and like and build like build the bow that I want. What five hundred? If if you buy a hit nineteen with a moac right now, that'd be uh thirteen hundred bucks. That's cheaper than basically any custom bow you can get, and it's going to blow the doors off of them with modularity and uh and performance so that's that's not even that's not even a question if you're thinking about buying a high-end bow that is what you should be buying in my humble opinion you would talk about com- like like compressed that bow is going to be tiny oh a yeah the 19 inch bow 19 inch riser with moax on it get get out of here That thing's going to be a freaking like put it in your pocket kind of thing that's ridiculous how small that thing's going to be so yeah i'm I am, I'm so pumped for you to bring all this stuff to market. Uh, I know, I know you've been, this has been a grind for you, man. I know because I, I've been, I've been bugging you and, and, and doing everything I can for the last year or two to, to get you to get these things out. You're just like, man, I, one more thing I want to change. One more thing I want to change. And I'm like, I'm so, so happy that that you are you are a market with these things now and i'm really really excited that people are going to get to yeah uh get to start playing with them.
3: after playing with these i guess i mean starting with the hb and then playing with the the mohawks i haven't touched the tax but i mean like matt said i have been excited for the the final versions of this stuff for a while and it's it's awesome to see you finally get here. Hmm.
0: Rob, are you done talking or did you cut out? <laughs> uh, he, he said, so he said, he, he, he said he got booted again. So he's, he's going to have to, to rejoin. It's okay. I'll fix it. I'll fix the audio. Uh, but it, uh, I'll give a, I'll give a little behind the curtain for everyone uh, that's listening. Garrett and Rob have dropped and rejoined. I would say a combined 25 times 30 times so far it's been it's been something do not if if, if you're if, if you want to start a podcast do not get zencaster it's horrendous i don't know what's going on it's it's junk uh but what's not junk you
1: got one, one of those 300 dollar um, uh, chromebooks that you told me in the beginning yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh
0: well uh you know what's not junk is the, the stuff from backwards composites so uh sam is is there anything else that we we should touch on while while we've got you here i know you you tease the longbow limbs a couple times i am i i can barely contain myself how excited i am that you when you sent me that picture i was like that doesn't look like tack limbs and you're like longbow limbs bonding these up and i was like oh my god (laughs) this is this is Uh, so. Yeah, I, I
1: just been yeah, I just been seeing a lot of uh, traffic lately on guys you know wanting longbow limbs, limbs, Some guys selling selling their SR limbs, you know, and then uh, you know a few posts later they'll be like, anyone got any ILF longbow limbs, you know? And then uh, I know they're hard to find, um, so I figured, well, you know, I'll give it a shot. So you know, I'll, 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 I'll start I'll start doing that and uh, see see what happens. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, they, it's they're they're, they're going to be great. I'm I'm really excited for them. Um, yeah. uh, they should be really good, you know, shooters, you know, for longbows, and they're going to be very quiet. I I, I just you know yeah, I I can't imagine you know if my Mohawks, You know, when people talk about you know, you know, big hook bows, you know, you got all this you know string slapping and they're so loud and and all and all this negativity about the quietness and and I developed. A a limb with big hooks that are really quiet, Um, you know, more quiet than I I would say most of your conventional recurve limbs. You know, I just, you know, I'm I'm hoping, you know, that I I can get that same type of, you know, technology driven into these longbow limbs where they will they will be even quieter. That's that's kind of like my my goal with these guys. Yeah, is to get to the guys who really, really, you know, like longbows. So and yeah. I know there's a lot of guys out there yeah. now, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make these things, these things, something for them. Yeah,
3: it's just a different feel. That's that hill style longbow that I had, like performance sucked, but it was just clean and super quiet and fun to shoot. Like, so that's for like. Honestly, that's the one thing that pulled me into ILF. Yep, is the versatility because, like now, like I can pick up Hit Riser. I can have a set of each limbs <laughs> and just play with what I want. Like that's right. the mood hits me, I, I feel like Longwell. Okay, let's let's put it together. Like whatever. Like that is awesome especially for travel it's just it, it gives you a, a lot of options
0: yeah that's exactly it lots of options and adjustability with IOF so uh, yeah Sam besides uh, telling people where to go to look at your stuff and buy it wh- is, there, is there anything else that we should talk about this is definitely going to be a two-parter by the way so uh, I, I, I don't know if I'll split up the weeks I might release them both on the same day uh, but we'll have the We'll have the origin story and, and talk about the technology for part one, and this will be part two. Uh, um, but yeah, anything else we should talk about, mention? You're, you can come back anytime you want. So if, if you want a five-minute episode next week uh, to, to talk about the one thing that we forgot about, you you of all people deserve it. I, I want to give you whatever whatever kind of screen time that you want.
1: Yeah. So you know a little bit more on the on the riser. So one other thing I did was, you know, I'm a I'm a when I go hunting, you know, I'm personally a shoot off the shelf kind of guy. Right. And and for me, you know, for hunting wise, I think that's that's the most ultimate way to go because I don't want to have to worry about making sure my arrow is on my fancy rest. Right? I just want to slap that arrow on and shoot. So and with that too, you know, I like like the whole thing I was talking about earlier about the accuracy. I think a pointy bow, pointing it is what gives you accuracy when you're instinctively shooting, right? It gives you that feel on your your your, 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 your bow hand as you're pointing it towards your target, you know, it gets you that kind of that feel. So I also wanted that arrow to be very close to that hand, right? So I, I designed this, this shelf to be as close as possible without having, you know, fletching's rip your fingers off, you know, cause I've had a, I've had a riser in my shot where that, you know, I liked it cause the shelf was so low, but man, that thing, I, I kept scratching the heck out of, of my <laughs> finger with with, 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 the quill and stuff. And yep, uh, done that. Oh, man, one of the, one of these days, these quills yep. are going to get stuck in my finger. I've seen it before. I Yeah. So I really didn't want, I really didn't want it uh, super low. I, I wanted it low. I wanted it like engineered low. I wanted it to be, I'm gonna figure out how low it should be, the best spot, and that's where I'm gonna put it. It's not some what somebody told me it needs to be. How I want it, I'm gonna figure out where it needs to be. You know, by um, just tons of shooting, tons of just you know different heights of fletchings, different sizes, and different things. And I'm like, you know what, I want this thing to be to be be the right spot. <clears throat> so. um yeah, and the, the riser too. I'm gonna come out with a few, few other attachments for it and things. Uh, some, some. Uh, mm. So there's gonna be some more, some more, some more to come. And then uh, depending on you know how much, you know how much sales I get and how much you know popularity it gains uh, will be will help me drive to do the next sizes that I want to do. So on the riser. Uh, on the right. Yeah. I'm going to be building uh, different sizes. So. Oh Jesus.
0: Okay. Everyone, <laughs> this is a, this has turned into a crowd crowdfunding mission. I, I need, I need, I need other sizes. <laughs> so everyone needs to go buy a riser from Sam. Yeah. Please,
1: please, I, don't, please. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know what size I'm going to do yet. Just, just yet because 23, 23, 23, I know I'm kind of like, well, I know I'm kind of late on getting, you know, risers out to people for, you know, for a lot of their, you know, uh, Target shooting for the season, mm-hmm. uh, but I am telling you, this nineteen hybrid. The way I designed the the way I designed the mass moment of inertia. Yeah, you are right. It's like a hybrid. It's gonna feel like a twenty one. Yeah, okay, but you know would not be not be as 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 long. So you are gonna be able to get a little bit more speeds with with it because you don't have a longer you don't have as long of a bow. Really. <clears throat> so. You know, and and my and, and and I was some. It was funny. I was I was talking to one of my to one of my my, my customers. He he's, he's he's local here, and he's a big target guy. He works for he works for an aero company, and uh and you know when I first showed him my prototype, you know, and I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting into a lot of tar- target target archery myself, you know, and then he was laughing at me about choosing a 19 inch riser to get in a tar- get in a tar- target archery. I was like, dude, this thing ain't gonna, cause he, cause he was shooting a 21. I'm like, dude, you know, this is, this ain't going to be just some normal, uh, 19. I'm going to design this thing to feel like it's bigger than what it, what it really is. You know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you know, when I, when I start, you know, start getting out there, we you know and hopefully, you know, COVID is over <laughs> and, uh, I can start, 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 start shooting that, uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get some lookers and uh and just a note: if anyone ever sees me post pictures or anything of me personally shooting um i have a polished version of, of my bow so i polished the aluminum to make it make it shiny mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i wanted a little more more bling bling so you know if you, if you see me with a polished sh- uh, no just know that that is the hit 19 riser gotcha it's just polished and it's my personal set gotcha um all the other ones come in right now they come in anodized black um, uh, but you know, if I, you know, there's a lot more orders in and stuff, I can start, you know, going more towards different colors. I want to do tan and green. Um, so yeah. those would be the next, next two colors of them I do. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking, forward, I'm probably going to put it, you know, sometime in the future, I'll probably put a little, um, um, uh, uh, on my Facebook page asking what risers should I, should I build, build next and it'd be nice if I get some feedback on it you know um probably with the most votes is going to get what I design next so
0: no um, it needs to be what matt wants that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want a
0: 23 i want a 23 so bad <laughs> oh i'm so selfish and i don't
1: care um well, man, you know, yeah. good, good, good news, Matt. I, I will jump in two sizes. So my goal is, is either I put the vote out there. It'll probably be, you know, 15, uh, 23. That's nice. 27, 27. Hmm. Yeah.
0: That'd be delicious for target. 23 is like a true, like a real, real hybrid. Oof, man. I can't even fathom like a twenty a twenty three at my draw length with shorts on it and and shooting hunting with it and being able to shoot three D and it and it feeling like a twenty five inch riser man I'm into that I am into that mm, 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 mm. um yeah any, anything excited. else man the, I am my uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna try and keep this somewhat <laughs> PG I'm not gonna make any more comments <laughs> on that. Uh, um, Sam. Any, any more? Uh, any more comments? Anything else we need to talk about with with these guys? The floor is yours, man. Uh,
1: no. I mean, one thing I want to say, you know, if you if, if you find time, you know, and if you're on like any kind of um social media, look me up. Yes. Um,
0: yes. I'll, I'll I'll
1: be putting out. I'll be putting out a little bit more. You know, probably some more technical stuff on the Hit919 hit, hit riser. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage everybody to ask questions. Um, I love talking engineering talk. Uh, I'll, I'll explain everything uh, to everybody. Um, I don't like to hide the engineering behind my bows. Um, it's not It's not what I do. Because um, I, I don't, like I said, I hate marketing gimmicks. Um, so, and I'm not afraid, you know, to tell people what's well, well, kind of like, you know, what's mostly in my products because you know, if someone comes out there and just, you know, takes, takes what I've done and engineered and puts it in in their products, well, you know, guess what? A few months, I'll just make something better. So, um, that's what I do as, as an engineer, you know, I just, I just problem solve. I just, I'm trying to, what I, what I, my goal has always been from the beginning is just, you know, making trad better, um, with engineering. So, um, that's been my goal since, since day one. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it,
0: man. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for people to be able to get their hands on this stuff. And I'm, I'm, oh, exactly. I'm more, I'm even more excited for you to be able to start releasing this tech to the world. So where, where can, where can people either find your stuff to buy it and then find you on social media? Well, pl- plug all those for
1: us. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, you find, find me on there. Um, my uh web, my, I got a web page. This is www.backwoodscomposites.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of my information is on there. Um, you know, my technical information, my design details. Um, I got a few performance videos. I do need to update those, those are really old. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, I'm looking to get some performance information from an independent uh, contractor about, mm-hmm. my, about my limbs so that should be coming out hopefully soon um, so you can see that my numbers match his and it's not something you know crazy out of this world simulated computer mathematical model of speeds it's right. real deal yeah aero speeds that, you know the hunter is gonna get um, uh, but yeah you know just 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 Search me out anytime you have any questions. If anything is confusing about, you know, riser and limb length configuration, force draw curve, where where you want to be at, um, what kind of speeds you should should see, you know, just just, just give me a call. Yeah, oh,
0: man, Sam, I it's been a long time coming. I've been well, like I said at the very beginning, I've been wanting to get you on here for at least the last two years. And uh, man, I am I am just really really glad that we finally got the opportunity to do it. Thank you, thank you so much for for coming on here and uh, uh, being. Uh, I, bel- I believe, unless I, unless I'm incorrect, because uh, I I have a feeling that you are going to be hit up for a couple of traditional archery podcasts. Uh, um, once once this. I don't want to say once our episode releases, but once the the industry catches wind of what's happening, uh, that's that's typically what happens. And I think you totally deserve it. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is the first the first one, right? At least it better be. For how much I've been begging you, if I'm not the first one, I'm gonna
1: be pissed. Yeah, you you
0: are my first. <laughs> thank, you, Sam. thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. So, man, I, I I appreciate the hell out of you coming on here, man. I know it takes yep, it takes especially definitely. for for her never never doing podcasts, man, you did, you did an incredible job. So, uh, thank you again for, for coming on. And,
1: and, you know, and I'm an engineer. I don't really know much English, so. uh.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) Me engineer, me math. (laughs) What's the, uh, I know there's, there's, uh, that shirt. It's like, uh, uh, five out of four people aren't good at fractions or something like that. it's, It's like the opposite for, for engineers but uh man awesome thank you so much i I appreciate it and uh for everyone still listening uh i guess it's it probably is a two-parter at this point i'm not going to make a three-hour episode but uh thanks for sticking around thanks for hanging out and until next time disrupt the status quo